0: Thanks for tuning in to the weekly wrap on Friday the 11th of September. I'm Jessica Ramirez, market analyst with Bell Direct. Well what the tech? We've seen US tech giants pull the US market up 50% in five months but this week investors clipped profits off the table ahead of the US election dragging the Nasdaq down 10% in three days taking global markets lower too by Thursday our time investors started to buy the dip saying U.S. equities recoup about a tenth of their losses but in Australia we couldn't replicate that clawback and ended 0.3% down as a close of trade on Thursday marking the fourth weekly retreat. Energy stocks caught the biggest hit after the oil price fell over 7% from forty dollars 57 US. Miners held up after the iron ore price held firm with Australia's 12th biggest company Rio Tinto charging over 5%. When it comes to the pullback there are two things to consider. Firstly in the US we know the historical average price to earnings or PE ratio is 15 times earnings. U.S. stocks are now trading at 19 times forward earnings, meaning they're more expensive. In Australia, our market is trading at 18 times earnings, when its average is also 15. So this, the COVID-19 uncertainty and benign earnings for FY21, is why many investors, professional and self-directed, are holding larger amounts of cash, expecting another pullback and are ready to pounce on cheaper stocks. So that's the second thing to consider. For example Warren Buffett's fund has about 17% in cash, Magellan Financial Group (MFG) 15% in cash and Wilson Asset Management has 13% in cash. Changing pace to the shining light this week in Australia, consumer and business confidence data both improved as COVID-19 cases are dropping and folks are more optimistic about the future. Both measures are still in negative territory though, with Victoria still being impacted by stage four restrictions. But take business confidence, it's just a fraction off the longer term average of five, despite COVID-19. Confidence will likely improve when hard borders reopen, And when employment improves but don't hold your breath for the next round of data things aren't likely to change at least for the next few months. Moving to the three things to consider next week well firstly there's the ASX rebalance coming into effect 21 September, secondly large fund managers are recommending copper exposure and three there's a round of economic data to digest. Starting with the economic data to watch next week on Wednesday new home sales out for August likely to improve from the slump in July and Thursday will learn what the employment numbers were for August, likely to be the biggest test of how the market dealt with lockdowns. Unemployment is expected to worsen from 7.5% in July to between 97 to 10% in August. If the number is less than that the market should rally, if it's worse expect a pullback. Moving to copper, Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley both put their weight behind copper this week. Copper has been trading at around $3.05 US, its highest level since June of 2018, driven by a rising demand from top consumer China. Plus we also learned China's ministry recently said that they won't have environmental approval this year for a copper ore blending plant, meaning China will continue to to demand Australia's copper. This week Goldman Sachs said copper is its favorite commodity and is likely to run further expecting BHP to benefit the most. Morgan Stanley however reduced its BHP position and didn't say who they've been buying but reading between the lines Rio Tinto's shares saw their biggest gain in nine weeks up 5%. Rio's fourth biggest earnings stream is copper and Rio wants to make copper a priority. Other copper stocks to look at include Oz Minerals OZL and Sandfire Resources SFR, both UBS buys. Moving to the ASX rebalance of who will be added and ousted from the top indices, the ASX 20, 100 and 200 on the 21st of September. It's important to note the company is being reshuffled as index tracking fund managers mimic these indices in their M funds and ETFs, so meaning that they compulsorily buy companies being added and sell companies who are being removed. So keep in mind, Coles and Fortescue Metals will be added to the top 20 ASX index while Centre and Suncorp will be kicked off. This is quite reflective of the shift in behavior amid the pandemic with supermarkets and iron ore remaining strong Morgan Stanley finds value in Coles, while Goldman Sachs and Citi have Coles as a buy. On the flip side, property and banking have suffered the most amid COVID-19. Take Centre S C G for example. It owns and runs Westfield in Australia and NZ. Retail rents are expected to fall 20 to 25% this year, which will likely hurt its valuation but SCG is still a Goldman Sachs buy and Morgan Stanley this week said it remains a stock to watch. Moving to the ASX100, it's worthwhile to note speech recognition company Appen which is behind Siri and respiratory device company Fisher & Paykel Healthcare will be added, replacing engineering company Simic and UK Bank Virgin Money. And lastly taking a squeeze at the ASX200, gold stocks Remelius and Westgold Resources which is backed by Bell Potter will be added along with Zip which will make it the second buy now pay later company in the ASX200. AIA and AUB will also be added to the 200. So watch these closely as brokers and fund managers will now be more acutely aware of their ASX announcements. Thanks so much for your company this week from everyone here at Bell Direct. Have a happy and safe weekend. Bye for now.